0: everybody welcome back to the Argle Bargle pod i am tyler
1: and i'm mike
0: how are you today mike
1: i am ready to record i am definitely in a good headspace i am ready to tackle the task of providing entertainment
0: well that's good at least one of us is <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's what everyone says when they meet this is going to be such a confident guy
0: Uh, I'm going to apologize for the audio of this one right out, right out the gate because we got some uh, stuff on both ends that are probably going to be difficult to edit out. So bear with us. Did you die? Are you still there?
1: Well, I don't know what the fuck to say to that. You're not giving me anything. <laughs> I'm just thinking about how I'm going to cut that because that's. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, good luck. You're not giving me what um, I'm talking about. So, so Mike, uh, last time we spoke, you were going to a Renaissance fair.
1: That's not true. How was that? It was many times ago when we spoke. We just forgot about
0: it. <laughs> now you're supposed to go with me. You're supposed to yes, and no. Remember? I don't
1: think I'm gonna. Because I think you're trying to lie. That's all this show you're, is. You're fibbing. <laughs> um, so <laughs> we just forgot. I think is. Listen, I believe in the truth. Do you? Did you not listen during the, <laughs> the moral episode that we've recorded before this one? I was just going to
0: say... I was just going to say a quick follow-up to the moral one.
1: Tyler lies now.
0: Just straight up lie in the beginning of our podcast. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I found out about the Renaissance Fair kind of late. I, I would have normally been all about it and been really excited. I was like, oh, okay, I'll try to make it work. And then the schedules did work. And so I got to go. I went in and... Uh, there's already a lot of parking, which was fine because there wasn't a whole lot of people there. So they have this big fenced off area on like a big field and, uh, it is not cold. It is kind of a warm day, but it's also very windy. So it's not uncomfortable. It's fairly windy, fairly typical for us. Uh, in newfoundland and so i walk in we buy our tickets and they're like do you want the weekend pass or just today and i'll and it's like there's like an hour left today i think we're just gonna do today and i'm glad that was my choice that was the right choice so we went in (laughs) and there was somebody selling uh a bunch of like accessories i guess you'd call it uh, the most interesting th- thing there to me was a big wizard hat. And as much as I've gone on record as I, I hate magic, I, I think magic is lame. Um, I fucking love wizard hats. Unironically, I think they look awesome. Um, nice. Like a big wide brain Gandalf hat is perfect. And so I, that wasn't exactly what was there. There was like what I imagine a Gandalf in his 20s might wear. Uh, just like a more sensible nice real hip kind of small real hip Gandalf yeah hip Gandalf um, a bit like a business wizard hat and nice. I'm guessing I'm realizing that's kind of what a fedora is it's a business wizard hat <laughs> I guess you could say if it was a little pointier. <laughs> but no so this one was just like a little bit more sensible but also it's like that's obviously not great and I'm not gonna justify buying one there's a hobbit cloak there though that like Sydney loved and I was like yeah, I'm going to write that one down. That might be a birthday gift or something. But um, mm-hmm. Perfect. So there's some different things like that. That was really cool. Like one of the next booths had like a psychic. and I was like, okay, Ren- fair, I guess. Sure. He's wearing Renaissance <laughs> uh, fair clothing. So fair enough. He was oh, busy man. the whole time we were there. And I really couldn't tell if he was just chatting to a friend or it was a customer. Because it was the same person there that was the whole time we were there um oh shit anyways
0: that guy had a lot going on i guess guess.
1: yeah it was weird but big big future (laughs) or like desperately trying to extend the timeline like no 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 everything you've asked it's only now it's you know 13 days instead of two weeks (laughs) uh i think the stress is killing you faster but um then like next to that there was uh (laughs) There was like a, an armor shop like it was all like leather st- works. So there's like flasks like that had like a kind of leather holster. There was like van braces and um, like uh, like a and like different different like bits of like leather armor. Um, there's no like big full set. The closest was like a kind of full chest piece and like shoulders. And then like, so the big pauldrons and the, and the chest piece and back plate or whatever, like it was all, it was pretty cool. I was like, no, I I don't like it enough to justify it. Like I, I'm not really a leather armor kind of guy. Um, but there's a lot of stuff in there. That's fair. And then stuff that I'm like, I don't, this is just kink stuff, but I guess, you know, this is the crowd. Like there was a few like (laughs) leather dog masks. And I was like, fair enough. um, Alright. I'm gonna sound really judgmental in some of these parts. I really don't mean to. I was actually very interested in not the dog mask, but like it's like it's cool to look at, I guess, but not for me. Um That's fair. Or Sydney, I, I suppose. I'm not gonna leave that dangling. But uh so we go <laughs> and then like in the next thing, like there's leather stuff and then there was like they had like uh this booth set up. Like just a couple of freestanding wooden targets that you could just take turns throwing axes at. I don't think it cost anything. I never ended up doing it because the line was. Well, there wasn't a whole lot of people there. Almost right. everybody that was there was in that line, and I was like, "Nah, I don't think so." Right. Um, just because you know it's uh, it's old news for me. I, I'm pretty sure I scoffed when Sydney asked. Because like I used to have a bad guy with Tyler. Oh, are we gonna line up with <laughs> these losers to do it? No, I don't think so. Um
0: i did this long before it was cool I,
1: the thing is we did we really did like <laughs> we were at that yeah i know years ago decades ago if
0: only if only we knew how popular it would be we could be rich that's now.
1: funny um so what was next to that then there's like a couple of other like little places there's a few things that were like just kind of like more what do you when he's like how do you say it like naturalist medicine places are like i'm a lady who makes my own soap or whatever and it's like cool cool okay that's like kinds of more yeah, etsy cool, shop cool, cool. stuff that's like you know feels very like rustic or whatever so there's a few things like that there's people that right. sold like some herb stuff real
0: farmer farmers market. yeah
1: there are some people that were just selling like um herbs and crystals and stuff like that too there's this one big booth i can't really remember what they had there. they had some like metal works but not a whole lot of cool stuff but there's a guy standing there in full plate armor and he was the most interesting thing at the ren fair for me pretty much um just studying his America. armor thinking like what would i do different <laughs> uh but like not in a judgmental way but in a very like i want to learn from this i'm going to study how this guy's wearing this armor how it's encumbering his movement in case i ever wanted to bang something yeah. together on my anvil but uh, so that was pretty cool. We'll come back to that booth later. Next to that, uh, like a self-published author kind of guy, like lots of all these books on display in like a camping tent. Um, then there was a couple of other like whatever tents, uh, nothing that really stuck sticks out in my memory. Now, there's a couple of, I think, um, more like the rustic Etsy kind of shop things. And then there's like this whole booth with like a bunch of different or was a large tent, like a big, like fair tent. That had like a bunch of food stalls in it and like a bunch of people selling like prints of things and uh, like it was very like the farmer's market kind of thing. It, and there's like a, a few people that sold like a little bit of food and fudge and stuff. Um, so we hang out in there for a bit. We go outside. I know I'm, I'm just describing everything in order that it happened. Yeah, but, I love it. <laughs> This I is feel perfect. like it's a little this is what bit dry I'm... for content, but bear with me. It will start getting very good very shortly. <laughs> we go outside. The Newfoundland wind has picked up considerably. As we look out across the field, we see there's a bunch of people doing, like, a weapons demonstration, but it's all, like, fake swords, which I thought was fucking buck wild, because I was like, oh, look, there's people, like, clearly demonstrating something. <laughs> and then there was kids just swinging wooden swords at each other, and I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah, dog. Uh, but, like... And there was a guy stood that up with a bunch of like traditional longbows and stuff, um, which he was the, the the other interesting person there for. But we talked to him, but we'll get to him later. So we start walking okay. around, and we see there is one large, uh, like, display, and it has like a bunch of textiles, like a bunch of dresses, a bunch of purses, and a bunch of fabric things. The wind has picked up dramatically uh next to it is a food <laughs> tent that tent is coming off the ground there are people holding onto the oh no. the legs of the frame trying to oh, hold no. it it's one of those like i don't know what you'd call it but it's just like just a roof tent you know what i mean like there's no sides at all yeah, yeah. it's just a roof tent not nailed into the ground enough and so that's coming right. up that it, people are like jumping trying to like hold it down there is nobody oh, at the other tent thing that has all the purses. Purses are flying across the field. And I go, fine. <laughs> Remember, this has come up. And I, I'm surprised we didn't really talk about it in the moral episode. <laughs> Colossus saying like two or three moments. I, was, ah, <laughs> I guess I'll help. Because <laughs> I just thought about the poor vendors. There's nobody moments. at this table. I was like, fine, I'll get the fucking oh, purses. Yeah. So they start blowing. I start... Kind of jogging, getting a few purses, to bring them back. I'm not saying I'm a hero. It was a bare minimum thing. I just mostly felt bad because there's nobody there. And these are purses. They're expensive or whatever. Um, and yeah. th- there's people at the food one. They were dealing with that. The, I think they were kind of split their staff in between the two. And nobody was at the purse thing when things started moving with the wind. So uh, okay. I grabbed a bunch of stuff. Sydney grabbed stuff. Some other lady came over and she grabbed a bunch of stuff. And uh, we kind of shoved it all back on the table. I went so far as to take out my multi-tool and fix a display stand (laughs) that had broken in the wind. Like it was just something simple, like the nuts had all come loose. So I fixed that and I put it back Uh, together. And they are like, oh, my God, thank you so much. Like the people from the food stand, some of them came over and like, oh, my God, thank you. And it's like, literally, no big deal. Absolutely fine. In fact, let's try some of your wonderful (laughs) food. And so we had some very cold meat pies, which is not surprising because of how fucking windy it was. It absolutely must have blew out like the (laughs) serving trays or whatever. That said, it's also close to the end of the day. I'm not begrudging them. It was still a tasty meat pie. It's pretty cold at this point, though. That's good. Um, <laughs> and we're kind of looking around, like, what are we gonna do now? What would you like to do? Because we kind of talked to the guy with the bows, but I was too shy to actually talk to him because he was surrounded by a lot of people. So we kind of waited till that died, and we talked down right. to, him. We're, we didn't talk to him. We went over, we do went down to talk to him. I didn't go over and condescend to this man, but uh, he's a pretty cool dude. <laughs> he was talking about like traditional archery stuff, and um, I'm I'm a pretty big fan of archery. I did uh, a lot of archery when I was younger. I haven't been into it as much, but it was neat to talk to a guy that had that kind of um, uh, disdain for modern archery that I can appreciate. Just like, yeah, (laughs) you could use like a compound bow where the arrow flies straight because it has its own shelf and like the arm of the bow doesn't get in the way and you can have a reticule and you can all do these things. Or you can use a piece of wood that shoots it really far and you have to compensate for all the lack of (laughs) modern amenities. And I was like, this guy gets it um no but like i appreciate that you know what i mean
0: and yeah, i know i wanted to talk to you more
1: about his philosophy of it but i felt like i was eating up a lot of his time too then at that point a bunch of cosplayer folks showed up which was basically like gotcha. a lot of like there was like a uh like a disney princess dress a uh, girl dressed up in like that there's a girl with like okay. like a Big leather boots and like a mini skirt and like leather corset. There was a lot of leather corsets actually. Uh, now that, that was one of the things when the sales was selling that I forgot. That was one of the things. That was uh, me. It was funny because the clasps on them looked like they belonged on like a dresser, like a like a some kind of a or <laughs> dresser or something. But I guess like some <laughs> corsets are going to be under a lot of pressure, so that makes sense. Um, right. But like. <laughs> I I'm not slating. though. I am imagining that's why. So then a bunch of like cosplayers came over like to like borrow the bows for photos and uh the guy didn't give a shit at all. He's like, Yeah, I take this one, like this one's easier to bend, see a better photo or whatever. they it was all fine. We were having right. a nice chat with them. We we're talking to some of the people that do like uh the HEMA, a historical European martial arts, basically sword fight things. That's we were talking it. to some of those people. That's cool. We go back to the table, we're sat down and the man with the book tent is having a bit of a to-do. And so we look. <laughs> and I said, Sydney, behind you now is a man with a ripped tent. And sure enough, the tent is blowing a lot. And it is there is a visible hole in the book tent now. And I'll, oh, so now the, the wind's <laughs> getting in where it's not even supposed to get in. And it's getting worse for right. me. And he's like, kind of like, help! And I was just like... Sydney, I can't and I won't. And so, but why is that? Because we're across a f- full, like, open field watching this happen. And I go, nope, 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 nope. Right. Because he's else's there. Turn. This is his job. He's handling that. Sydney felt much worse about it than I did, but I said, I don't feel like helping, to be honest. I'm, gonna, I'm eating my meat pie. I'm going to take my sweet time. And then later he walks by us, and he has the full tent bun- like all bundled in his arms, and like all like the pipes and stuff are all <laughs> bent, and he's frozen in a big trash can and walks away. Now the books are exposed to the elements. That's fine. That's oh, the no. end of his story, more or less. The they're the very large tent where the man in armor was standing. The man in armor didn't run this tent; he was admiring their wares. Um, as me and Sydney were kind of. St- stood up kind of wondering what we were going to do next the wind really picked up and it blew the tent back it blew the <laughs> tent back so hard it knocked over the big metal fence that they had around the place to enclose it like one of those construction fence oh my you know God. the big wide feet and everything Shit. to stop it from falling over so that yeah. fell over so some of the staff immediately jumped over that <laughs> fence and were like working to repair it like get everything under control And I'm looking at this, and I'm like, damn, that's a whole thing. And the guy, like, shoots the crowd, (laughs) crowd, the scattering of people. A look of disgust, and it's like, well, don't all help at once. And I went, absolutely absolutely not. No. And you want to know why? (laughs) Because they were there, already working on it. The things at this booth looked expensive. And I, would, I, in this, and for me, I said, I refuse to take on any amount of responsibility with regards to this.
0: That's fair. And I get it. That's Sydney fair. felt
1: much worse about it than I did. And I said, Sydney, I already did one good thing today. What do you want from me? But <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sydney was much more inclined to help these people. Uh, we didn't really. Because I wasn't going to hop over a fence, help people with their own tent. Because honestly, the the wind was strong enough and that tent was big enough that I was like, this is just the level of risk where I'm comfortable just saying fuck that because I'm not yeah. jumping over like like there's all these other people surrounding it too. I'm not the closest person there. I was like I'm not going to accept any personal risk for this and I don't want the liability fair, of yeah. them turning around like, "Oh, you you broke this while you were trying to help fix this." I was going to basically, "Nope, I'm not getting involved." It's no like yeah. nobody. I, I right. felt like nobody was in immediate danger. It is only material goods, and it is a tent. I'm not helping. Uh, somebody's gonna somebody's gonna get right. picked up by the wind, and it's not gonna be me. But like, <laughs> I just remember the look of absolute disgust, and I was like, "So this has been a bit of a shit show." Now I really had hot. I, I really <laughs> hope it's gonna go well like next year if they do it again. Um, I think it will. I think it was it was just like the wind, and it was kind of like a not great weather weekend. I think uh, if they went yeah. bigger, it would be good. Like we, we went to try to catch like the right. end of some shows or whatever, but there wasn't really much going on. There's like a few planned things, but nothing was really happening when we were there. Um, Weird. Yeah, no. Um, so I was a little bit uh, disappointed by that. And then Sydney's like, "Fine, we'll go buy fudge and we'll get your fort. Our fortunes told. You'll have something to talk about on the podcast." And so we bought some right. fudge, and then the the uh, fortunes guy was still talking to the same person. So I was like, guess we're not doing that. So Sidney <laughs> was, was right though, because I think a fortune would be a very interesting thing to dissect on the podcast. Oh, that'd be super interesting to dissect on this podcast. Yeah.
0: We should go together.
1: Oh. Do we lie and say we're a couple?
0: <laughs> yeah, the boys do a date number two. Oh, I
1: actually <laughs> that's good. We'll get like we'll get our fortunes told and get like a couple's massage. <laughs> i like that that sounds great god because i you know me i hate that kind of shit so it would be uh interesting i swear to god it would definitely
0: give us some ammo for the podcast if
1: we ever do a patreon or something i would absolutely do an audio recording of me getting waxed or something like take a full strip (laughs) off of basically any part of my body just because it would that's be really hilarious. funny.
0: Why just audio? Why wouldn't you do
1: the whole video? I don't want to show my body. Like a whole... It's private. <laughs> I don't want to show my face. This is an audio format. We're not... I'm not face that's famous fair. yet.
0: That is fair. I don't want to be. We're not face famous? Alright, that's fair. So no Twitch streaming?
1: No, I'd, I'd, I'd get like a little... Like VTuber. And like, I'd, I'd have a, a cute anime mic.
0: Nice. <laughs> i like that we can make that work argoburgle twitch the worst gamers in the (laughs)
1: world
0: our whole twitch is just us losing at games
1: i mean i'd be kind of okay with that i've said it'd be pretty funny
0: yeah i mean you're a lot better at games than i am i you
1: you know what you might think so but i think realistically not at all (laughs) no I don't know, no, man. No, I also have... On a scale of 1 to 10. I have RPG anxiety, too, where I have to micromanage everything before I start the game. But then when I actually play it, I get uh, paralyzed by choice. <laughs> well, why would I level up my character now if it turns out in, like, two new areas, I... I Found out I was supposed to put more points into Persuasion, and and I put it into something else because I thought it would be more useful, but it turns out Persuasion was more useful. That's why I gotta save all these levels up, just in case.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I feel like i do the same thing, though.
1: Yeah, it depends on the game.
0: Maybe not to the same degree,
1: but... No, I'll replay the same section several times to make sure I get it right sometimes. It's a problem. I'm actually trying to work on Uh, it. Oh, no. Because it's definitely uh, affecting my ability to play games.
0: Really? Alright, well we're different in that way because I'll make a choice and stick with it. And then I'll just stop playing the game if I didn't I like it. I don't
1: like Commitment. I'm scared of it. <laughs>
0: Have you been playing any new games? I know we talked a little bit about uh,
1: I, Yeah, this What game Celasta, was it? The, the
0: D&D game. game.
1: Uh, yeah, the fifth yeah, edition one. Haven't played it since. That'd be nice. Um, okay. I finished The Ascent, I think I said that.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: I, I get oh, oh yeah I actually no you
0: that. didn't say, I don't think you said you finished it oh yeah yeah you did you definitely told us that you finished or you gave up on <laughs> kind of gave up
1: right at the end of Pathfinder <laughs> just because I you know <laughs> what I think I am done now um, just I I had a few problems with the like just like the playback on that game just like soft crashes and stuff uh, just enough to really bug yeah. me. that shouldn't happen on an Xbox X I'm done. Um, no that's fair uh yeah so i played that D game um i've stalled out a bit on dying light because i'm a big baby and i get scared sometimes um i'll i, I just found it really <laughs> frustrating. it was like we needed you, you to go capture a bolter and i was like are you shitting me i don't is it difficult to do taylor because i don't want to do more missions at night frankly i've been spanked pretty hard um, i don't a
0: few think times. it's <laughs> i don't think it's too bad
1: I, like, I tried to play Dying Light at night, and I ended up just running into a bus, because the Volatiles wouldn't enter the bus, but then a bunch of normal zombies were <laughs> alerted because there's so many Volatiles trying to get in me bus, and then, like, I was, so I was mowing down all these zombies, and then the Volatiles just jumped on the bus, and I killed a bunch of them, too, but I used all my health packs, everything, as soon as I stepped foot off the bus, I got, like, thrown off a cliff and died, and I went, you know what, actually, fuck Dying Light. <laughs> I've been extremely (laughs) salty with video games lately.
0: (laughs) That's great. I love that. No, I haven't played Dying Light in a long time, but I've been playing a lot of Hitman. Uh, Hitman 3, like the trilogy, is on Game Pass. You know how much I love Hitman.
1: I do. Uh, Something of a hero to you. Yeah, great game.
0: It seems weird that an assassin would be my hero, but...
1: Here we are, yeah.
0: It is a good game.
1: (laughs) I think you like him because he's hyper competent. It, yeah, I think that's probably what it is. Trait. I like
0: the puzzles. Yeah. I like the fact that the game can be you can work at every level in different ways.
1: And I would argue it rides the like the line of what is like a comedy game. And I know we've we've talked about this a hundred times before. Saints Row 2 being the best game ever made, but Because Saints Row 2 has serious moments, and it is about gangs and violence. Hitman is about murdering people as a profession and getting (laughs) away with it. However, both games set up a sandbox, um, Hitman a bit more so as a sandbox, that you can have fun with. And it can be funny if you so choose. But the game doesn't force it down your throat. Like no, you can play it serious, you can play it funny. No one makes you, you face dress face up like play a clown. Any way you want. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like nobody makes you dress up as a clown. You don't have to do that. You can do that if you think it would be funny. But yeah. like
0: if you're playing if you're doing a funny playthrough, dressing up as a clown makes sense.
1: Yes, and it's like I am gonna kill everybody with like the fish or whatever in this level. That's funny, <laughs> yeah. that's fine. Exactly. But the thing with games is if you write jokes and try to make a funny game and this is isn't this funny everybody it tends to not be funny you what generally it works better if you give the gamer all the tools they need to write their own scenarios so it's not pardon me it's not the game's ideas like I we made this crazy ramp and you're gonna push this old lady down the ramp and like she's gonna flip (laughs) over a bus isn't that cool you kind of like, yeah, but it's kind of cringe you're making me do it. Whereas if you set up, take the time and do it, you're like, I can't believe the game is letting me do this. Feels more satisfying. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, I agree. 100%. There are games that do, do humor really well, don't get me wrong. Um, but it's... It, I don't think it can be the sole focus of the game and it needs to just kind of... It's humor. It needs to kind of just pop out at you, right? Like,
0: Yeah. I feel like humor and horror are very similar in the way that it has to be done right
1: yes because i'm a big snob about horror movies and i'm a big snob about stand-up comedians and i hate scary games <laughs> and i hate funny games <laughs> i have such a if, really if you want twitch make me play a scary game i will cry like I can right. deal with horror movies. I've been in real life situations that I thought were pretty scary. I I hate horror games. I hate it. I'll tell you why, though, too. Why I don't love Hitman is if you fuck up and like you have to go back to a checkpoint, it is no longer yeah. scary. It is leaning further and further into frustrating. And the frustration grows for me. Like I tried playing yeah. the Evil Within. And I quit almost immediately because I found the controls were too clunky. That's a, not a fair critique because I played it uh, about 10 years after it came out. But, like, <laughs> so I'm sure it would have been fine at the time. But I just did not like And It's like, oh, it's right. a stealth section. If you fuck it up, like, you know, you're losing resources and you're, like, have to redo the whole section again or whatever. And it's like, god damn it. Fuck this. Yeah. I, I, like, I hate that because... I like optimizing, and optimizing doesn't work great in a lot of horror games. I Like, I played the shit out of Resident Evil 8, and I really liked it. Um, but that and that, I don't think that's a very scary game. I would not have probably played it as hard as I wanted to if Sydney wasn't there watching me. If she Like, she watched me play. Right. It, I think I would have been very hesitant and very uh, screaming about more parts of it. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, <laughs> Hitman... I don't have a... I have more patience for Hitman. Um, because...
0: I see what you're saying not, now. I completely understand. Not, because if you're trying to go stealthy and you go in and you alert someone or you try to shoot someone or something and it goes wrong and then you got everybody after you, that is like the most annoying thing ever.
1: But it's not... It's like the lack of the same... Like, like within the level is more of a sandbox. So it's more forgiving in a way, but it is also um, like, less structured and forcing me to do the things I don't want to do. So it's scary because oh, what if I get caught here? But not, this is clearly a hallway where like, somebody's gonna pop out of a locker and like, I need to button mash or whatever. It's it's a totally different style. Like, it's like, the thrill of like, setting up these things and pulling it off. It's, obviously, Hitman's not a scary game. It's not a good comparison. But like, I don't like stealth games, really, because if you fuck it up, it's just like, fuck me. I got to go back 20 minutes. Yeah. Like, holy shit. That's true. Like I, I love... That is true. Uh, fuck me. What's it, Phantom Pain. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Phantom Pain. That's a stealth game. But I enjoyed the way they did that stealth also because it had that same kind of freedom. It wasn't like a corridor right. section and if you fuck it up, you need to go back three minutes. It feels totally different to me. And so I don't love those kinds of structures, so I don't tend to like scary games because the whole point is they have to control the horror, so they have to force you into that situation. That said, I like the way Resident Evil 8 did it, and I haven't played enough horror games to do a good comparison because I hate it and I'll scream and cry.
0: (laughs) I think myself and everybody at home would like to see that.
1: You come over and we'll play a horror game and I will probably scream and cry, and... Uh, if you want to I'm put ready. me through that, like literally the game Outlast, that one where you're in like a like a psych hospital where everybody's, well, they didn't go crazy, but it got worse, we'll say. Uh, like all the patients broke right. out and like were exposed to something. I don't know. I never played far enough to understand what's going on. I uh, started playing it and then I got stuck in a really annoying part um, and that was enough excuse for me to uh, stop. I was about half hour in and basically like <laughs> I kept on fucking up this part where you have to like deke around a hallway and like hide from a guy while you like flip a bunch of switches or whatever. And I kept on getting to the last one and kept on fucking it up. And I went, fuck this stupid game. I'm out. It's the game's Stupid. I'm not stupid. And, like threw the controller <laughs> and walked away. The other part was outlast. Actually. Fair. Yeah. That was extremely annoying at the same time for whatever reason um it made my tv scream the whole time uh especially if the color white or there was a lot of brightness in the scene it made my tv
0: i remember you telling me that
1: it was the weirdest thing my tv would like hum or screech when there's too much white on screen so i went yeah actually fuck this game this is all i need as an out that's
0: so weird interesting Hmm.
1: i don't know why that would happen that's really weird I, th- I do kind of want to play all the Resident Evil games, if I'm being honest. I've watched a few playthroughs. I don't think
0: I've ever ones. played one.
1: Man, they're fun. Plus, I, when you beat Resident Evil 8, and I think all the Resident Evil games do this, and I don't know because I haven't really played much of any of the others. When you beat Resident Evil 8, game's like, congrats, you want to unlock things? And it's like, what do you mean, what things? And they're like, oh... Um, yeah, you can have weapons. Uh, so when you start the game, you get back to like the, the shop and we'll give you weapons. And I was like, are you, are you, are you fibbing right now? Is this real? It's like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, you have enough points unlocked. You can get, uh, the assault rifle that, uh, you get in the game and unlimited ammo. Have fun, Mike. And I was like, oh, for me, <laughs>
0: I hate it when games do that shit.
1: What do you mean? I want
0: I want it now i want it when i'm playing the first time i don't want to have to go back and do it a second time (laughs)
1: you gotta respect the sanctity of the vision
0: (laughs) i guess so but one thing that i did like okay we're going back to saints Row too because one thing that i did like is that if you did the mini games they would give you good shit
1: yep i always did the i respect that so that i get unlimited pistol ammo and then you could beat the game with like The super upgraded pistols or whatever.
0: Exactly. Like the machine gun pistols. That's what I did. Yes.
1: I found that is very rewarding and it's annoying that so many games have kind of stepped away from that kind of progression system and have locked it behind more like, oh, well, you're a chapter eight now. So now you get that. It's like, well, but what if I put in all the work at the beginning? Why don't you let me do that? How about that? (laughs) Right.
0: Yeah. I could have had this forever ago. And that would have made the game more fun. Like like,
1: it's an offline game or whatever, or it's like you know a single player driven game. Who fucking cares if the main character gets overpowered? Like, exactly. Even Dark Souls, like people get upset if you made if you put like a really overpowered weapon in the game. Then it's like cool. Then just make it another one of your like toxic filters. Be like if you use this, you're pussy. We'll put it there for somebody that wants to be a pussy, maybe. I don't know. Exactly. I don't care. Exactly. But
0: yeah. I, I like that. I wish that more games would do that. Because then it gives also an incentive to do the side stuff.
1: Yeah. But make your side stuff good too. I mean too. just you getting an
0: achievement. Yeah, that's true. But like just getting an achievement is like, oh, okay. I mean some people go for that. But I want like, I want tangible assets in the game. I feel
1: personally <laughs> attacked. <laughs> no i get you i I feel you
0: yeah well mike we've been talking for a while so i feel like we should do a green text
1: okay i actually curated there's been i started the curation process and it's been a nightmare nice um good news is we (laughs) have uh, joe rogan has his own folder in arts and culture i have about 10 green texts just about the joe rogan podcast (laughs)
0: Uh, that's good. We should do a full episode on those.
1: Oh, fuck, that's a lot. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> Just these two nobodies ripping apart the most popular podcast. I,
1: I don't know where when <laughs> else I would ever get to read this one, so I guess I'll do it now because we've talked about video games. So you're aware of Fortnite, All right? right? Mm-hmm. I am. So, Fortnite's pretty wild. It's a game where you can unironically... Play on a squad that has Rick Sanchez, Spider Man, uh, John Wick, and and now Goku. They've added Dragon Ball Z nice. to, <laughs> to Fortnite. If the if the memes I've seen are to be believed, and I would refuse to fact check, that's wild.
0: <laughs> they must have spent so much money.
1: Yeah, but they're Fortnite. the most profitable game ever, pretty much. So. And they're not like the that's best-selling wild. game, but like the like the actual like return is incredible because it, it's the the uh, battle pass subscription service generates so much fucking money. It's it's that's amazing.
0: Uh, Going to be honest, I was a much bigger fan of PUBG.
1: Yeah, um, I can't say that I've actually given Fortnite a fair shake, so I I I'd withhold judgment. It is just incredible i also haven't played it that much but like the cultural touchstone is it it has become is so bizarre yeah um (laughs) i'm sorry you may be stronger than me in the real world kakarot but in the gaming world i am the strongest now die vegeta pulled out his purple pump (laughs) shotgun and shot goku point blank The world's world's number one victory royale lit up his monitor and illuminated his face. Nice one, Vegeta. Man, I need to learn how to build. Maybe Goten can teach me. Hey, Vegeta, do you think... Vegeta ignored him and looked around the room. Vegeta should feel happy. He beat Goku fair and square, yet he felt empty. Sure, he's better than Goku at Fortnite, but did it matter? No matter how many times he wins, Kakarot. Is always eager to play another round with him. Vegeta wanted Goku to scream at him and get angry at him for being better than he was. He wanted his pride to be validated. And yet, Goku was actually congratulating him on his victory. Damn you, Kakarot! <laughs> Vegeta whispered under his breath. Even in defeat, Goku was still able to be the better man. If Vegeta were in Goku's place, he'd have already blasted his PC to Kingdom Come. <laughs> So, yeah, that's oh, a great text.
0: That's This funny. is where
1: we are as a culture. Oh, shit.
0: I don't know how I feel about it.
1: <laughs> Do you know what's really interesting <laughs> to me? Because I'm a, a fucking lunatic loser. So, again, I really love reading essays and stuff that people write about their own cultures and, like, subcultures. Specifically, like, internet things. Or even just a very remarkable, okay. like, historical thing that's happened. I love tearing apart an essay about just a fucking weird situation. And so I read an essay that somebody wrote about uh, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Dragon Ball Evolution. Do you remember this joint?
0: (laughs) I do. I remember this.
1: So that was the live action Dragon Ball Z movie for anybody that was unaware. And Uh so the, the writer for Dragon Ball Z, the guy that made the manga and like wrote the anime, he had he had finished Dragon Ball Z and he had moved on to other things. He was done. I, I can't remember which right. arc it ended at, but it was like it was after like Cell. It was after like Majin Buu and all that stuff. Pretty sure. And he he was happy with where it was and it was done. And then yeah. the Dragon Ball movie happened, and he basically refused <laughs> to. He was so excited too. He was really hoping it would be good and like right as, as was apparently the guy that played piccolo is also a big dragon ball z fan too and apparently he's the only one that oh. actually acts well it's been forever and i kind of refuse to rewatch it though i think it is on netflix so That's i fair. might um yeah we should that would be fun actually but uh so like <laughs> people were upset at the treatment of the characters the plot was bad like it was just a bad watch And so this guy, he's poured his heart and soul into the fucking franchise for forever. Watched it get just ripped to shreds in Hollywood. And he's like, I don't want this to be what people think about when they think about Dragon Ball Z. So then he immediately (laughs) started writing new arcs so he could make movies. And basically because that Dragon Ball movie was so bad, it has revamped the franchise. And now like Dragon Ball Z is more popular than it's ever been. They've been I even I've been aware of this they've been releasing amazing. new like animated Dragon Ball Z feature length films. I think there's a really? big Sphinx cat <laughs> like one of those naked cats is like a god oh, or something and that Goku has to fight. Anyways, um it's wild to me that like things like that happen. And so I love tearing into these essays and reading all about it, even if it's something I've never touched before. I remember I read this whole thing about like um so sometimes it's like little things like uh, people are kind of mad at what a lot of people consider as the best chess player in the world, Magnus Carlsen, because um, he was like the highest ranked chess player. Right. And he was the reigning champion and he was almost beaten by the contender like a couple years ago. Anyways, um, he so Magnus was still number one and he said, I am only going to play against the contender. And the contender didn't get the top spot in the tournaments or whatever. So he didn't get to challenge Magnus. Some other guy did. So Magnus refused to play him and basically forfeited the title. Because it's like, you're not... I don't care about you. Who the fuck are you? I'm only going to (laughs) challenge... I only want to be challenged by this other guy. (laughs) Nobody else matters to me. And I can imagine getting to the top level in your chosen hobby, sport, whatever, like... Yeah. Only to have who is currently considered the world's best, or it was at the time, to say, you aren't even worth my time. Fuck you. Here's the fucking belt. <laughs> I don't think they have belts like WWE, <laughs> but like, I'm not even going to play. I they do. No, I'm not even going <laughs> to grace you with my presence for however many hours it takes for us to play the matches. Fuck you.
0: Oh, man. I was like, that is... Yeah, that would hurt.
1: Disrespectful. And it's like, I never knew about yeah. this. Thank you for informing me about this. Do I care? Not really, but it's neat that that little thought nugget's living in my brain now. It's better than just filling yeah. it with more memes. It's interesting to know. Uh, it, it is. I mean, uh, yeah. Hobby drama.
0: It sucks for that guy.
1: I've been t- uh, trying to broaden my Reddit horizons a little bit because I feel like I'm a bit of a Reddit basic bitch. Um... somebody told me recently it's like oh yeah i love the funny subreddit i'm like which funny subreddit no there's one just called funny you know funny and um my opinion dropped several notches of that person i'm not gonna lie because it's to me it is the most basic bitch humor at least i stopped going there a very long time ago because all the memes seemed exactly the same it was just the same cycles of the same bullshit over and over and over i got so sick of it Um, right so i i honestly my opinion changed when that person said that (laughs) because i because i'm a judgmental bitch i guess (laughs) let's see oh yeah what
0: i hope they don't listen to the podcast (laughs) well
1: (laughs) maybe i don't know but um (laughs) there's um i when i was trying to find new subreddits Sometimes you just kind of go to a weird corner of Reddit. I found a subreddit that I love, and I was gonna, it, it made an idea in my head. I was going to come up with or, or find subreddits, and I need it, would need you to tell me what it's about, and I'd give you like examples. For instance, I found one recently. It's called We Need Plates. Is We okay. Need Plates <laughs> about food presentation or? yeah it's competitive lifting uh i feel like it's about competitive you're lifting. wrong it is about food served on things that are not plates and it's the best <laughs> it's such a fucking stupid supper. there is like somebody posted a picture today and they went to some restaurant and they ordered uh serving of onion rings And the restaurant brings out a metal giraffe on the table and all the onion rings are stacked on the giraffe's (laughs) neck. (laughs) Somebody else posted a picture. There was no butter dish at this restaurant. There was a rock, not even a particularly flat rock. It just looked like a beach rock that came out that had butter on it. And they just laid down next to the bread.
0: Oh my God. There was
1: one where there was a man eating pasta off a pillow in an actual restaurant
0: what off a pillow yeah. oh my we god need places. it's that's so, wild it's
1: such a small subreddit but it's so good it sounds Every amazing Post is fucking buck wild it's the dumbest shit i've ever seen <laughs> like there's was, there's was a couple where it's like ah uh, there was like some restaurant in japan that served its ice cream on kitchen scales really and yeah it was this it was the weirdest thing
0: <laughs> that's so weird I feel like that would cost a lot more money to do than just buy yes, some plates. so you
1: know it's these high-end, like, super, like, hipstery nonsense restaurants. Yeah. Um, what are some of the top posts? In-
0: the giraffe thing's really funny, though.
1: I would like that. I would like
0: if oh, someone brought oh, my oh, onion rings out on a giraffe.
1: Seriously? <laughs> yeah, like, hobby...
0: You can't tell me that wouldn't increase your dining experience. Yes.
1: I think it does. Um... <laughs> So some of the top posts on the hobby drama right now. Crosswords, Timothy Parker's plagiarism and downfall. You know, this crossword <laughs> puzzle maker that I've never heard of before in my life, I guess plagiarized. Uh, American Comics, an abridged oh, history man. of the Archie Sonic, uh, the world's most uh, way past cool comic, speeds past Endgame. Uh, what else we got? South Park Fandom, the Ballad of Tweak and Craig, or how South Park Fandom, yes, you read that right, got a crack ship canonized. so just reading all about just neat little things i love the yeah uh hobby drama subreddit i never thought of myself as a drama person i still don't but i read it for the wild information for the most part exposure of course things
0: i love it when you tell me the stories i love it so much
1: we want plates uh top posts on we want plates right now they serve butter <laughs> on a rock. I already told you that one man at a table got his avocado salad on a pillow. Sorry, it wasn't pasta. It was an avocado salad.
0: Oh, come on, Mike. Uh, get it together.
1: Pasta <laughs> flight served on cedar planks. That one's not that bad, if I'm being honest.
0: No, that one's all right. I can get on board with that.
1: Why would you do that? They they serve... They come out with a, a stick, a little metal-like rod, and then hanging from that it's like a big bundle of chocolate, and then they give you a stick at the table so you can break open your chocolate pinata.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, okay, so let's play a little game. If you opened a restaurant, what would be like a weird thing that you would do?
1: What would be a weird as, like, thing? That's like a serving technique. Um,
0: Because I got one kind of in my mind.
1: Okay, so you have one of those restaurants where the inside is just a fucking cluttered mess on the walls, right? Like you got old <laughs> license plates okay. hanging off thing, like trophy animal yep. heads, books, uh, street signs, um, like just broken mechanical parts. And your waiter at the yep. end of the meal says, you have three seconds to tell me where the uh, the red airplane is on the wall. And, like, if you get it right, you get, like, $5 off your meal. That sounds great. I just pulled that right out of my bum. Uh, not the I'd red there. plane. The, uh, All right. The, like, the idea of <laughs> rectomancy. I just conjured that. Um, I don't I feel like there would be something fun for, like, any of these.
0: Yeah. Because I'm thinking, you know, like, a charcuterie board? Okay. Okay, so instead of that, all right? You have like like a clothesline kind of deal. And that's how the charcuterie board comes across. So you you want hang more? your cheese and your you meat like
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, they just they just like wheel it out to you.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, good. Or kind of like a zip line.
1: I kind of like that idea. I do. Um that's a pre- it's also pretty gross at the same time, if I'm being honest. Also, oh yeah it's terrible. Being served terrible things idea. on big flat pieces of slate are really common oh yeah, that's no
0: that's fair I can see that being that's a that's just
1: thing. cotton candy served on a mannequin's head that's horrific
0: <laughs> I feel like rocks like you said the butter on the rock I feel like that is very cheap it's a cheap way to serve things <laughs>
1: My lunch was served on a hubcap. No shit, it's an honest-to-God hubcap. Holy shit. There's like that like checkered red and white paper, and it's a sandwich just sitting on a hubcap.
0: Oh my god, that's amazing.
1: I'll see if the, anybody's done the clothesline. I doubt it. Some, some of these are just so gross. What the fuck? I need
0: to look at this now.
1: This one just is a rolling pin with just holes carved into it with little buckets for the food to go into. Why? Why is it needed? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I feel like I'm having a stroke looking at some of these. <laughs> this one's literally just food laid on in, like, a box, and the box is filled with gravel. Like, it looks like nice gravel, like high-quality gravel. Like little bits of quartz right. instead of just a little slate or granite or whatever. But like, fucking why? Oh, there is a oh, you, oh yeah, Tyler, I'm sorry.
0: Oh man, we got
1: little like. I'm not sure what it is. It looks kind of like a fried taco hanging from a clothesline with clothespins. I'll send it to you. Right oh, now. see
0: that that was my idea. That's what I wanted.
1: Oh man, <laughs> I'm sorry, my buddy.
0: Except except charcuterie style, you know? Yeah. All right, I'll have to keep thinking.
1: Oh my god. That is just a
0: Yeah, exactly oh. that. That is exactly what I was thinking. Oh man.
1: Well, I'm sorry, <laughs> pal. Right. I think it was a good idea. We'll have
0: to we'll have to
1: keep keep brainstorming. Oh, please don't. Please don't do that. No, they <laughs> served out a pastry on a plate, and then instead of putting the sauce, like, a chocolate sauce, I guess. No, nope, sorry, it's jam. The comments tell me it's jam. Um, okay. Instead of, like, a little cup, they smeared it all over somebody's hand, and then they pressed their handprint onto the <laughs> plate. It looks like somebody sh- wiped a <laughs> shitty hand on the plate. Here's <laughs> your food. It was on my skin recently. <laughs> I'm not even going to talk about the ladies that get, like, like sushi served off of them. That's fine. That's funny.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. That's not good.
1: I hate this. I love this subreddit, and I fucking hate it at the same time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I do not go on Reddit enough. I need to start finding some good stuff to share with you.
1: You gotta know where to look, basically. And sometimes, like, you'll be on, like that's insane or something and i'll just point you to a subreddit you've never heard of before i, I get into the bad rabbit hole of like sometimes like i want to watch fail videos i kind of want to see somebody get hurt now i'm just on the fight porn <laughs> subreddit and it's like ah that's not a good head, headspace <laughs> to be in
0: uh, no that's not good
1: no yeah because i i I try to stay away from some of those because it's like i don't mind watching ufc when it's two adults that consented to beat the shit out of each other but it's like yeah of course this parking violation has resulted in somebody getting cte it's like uh i don't love that
0: (laughs) no that's that's troublesome oh
1: my god (laughs) no it's no it's onion rings Attached to a funnel, which has a big tube coming out of it. Like the tube, like the nozzle that you'd have for a spray (laughs) faucet in a sink. What the fuck is going on in these restaurants?
0: (laughs) Oh, man. I'm really surprised that you haven't come across like onion rings on a dildo or something yet. Dude,
1: what the fuck?
0: The orgy cafe. Some
1: things are just served on logs, apparently. (laughs) yeah if you can wrap your lips around the bottom onion ring your meal's free and here's my number (laughs) (laughs) what okay you want like themes for a restaurant (laughs) how about this every waiter or waitress at our restaurant has a harrowing story that they deliver in parts as they come out to take your order (laughs) like they'll tell you about the time they watched like a war crime in Ghana or something and you, it oh, has no. to be delivered in parts like it's like oh and my then god you'll have to wait till I come back with your drinks to hear what happens next like oh no please
0: <laughs> i feel like that would be a one and done kind of restaurant cuz uh you'd get pretty
1: sad <laughs> maybe some of them are really good stories that's true you don't know until they and then everyone's getting good tips you got sympathy tips and you got like funny tips (laughs)
0: that's true it'd be impossible well not impossible i guess but it would make hiring very difficult
1: yeah how traumatic is your life or how good are you at lying (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: that's good that's good stuff it's a good idea all right, Mike, we need to go into the restaurant business, I think.
1: I don't know if that's a good the idea, The ideas are Tyler. just flowing. I, uh, their <laughs> margins are very slim. In fact, now might be the worst time to get into a restaurant business. Uh, have you been aware of this thing called uh, COVID? <laughs> no, man, I've never heard of it. All right. Oh, there's a lot of rock butter on this sub <laughs> That's so good. It's a little wooden candelabra with all the, the corn cobs on it, making it look like it's all lit up with candles.
0: <laughs> oh my God. What you just sent me is wild.
1: Yeah. So to the one I sent Tyler, but I didn't mention out loud. Do you remember LeVar Burden's character from Star Trek? <laughs> so it's a mannequin. That's the perfect. With apparently a, like a, a fruit leather crescent going over their eyes. I assume it's fruit <laughs> leather. I don't fucking know.
0: It looks like fruit leather. That's what I would say it is. And it looks like it has like just fried up spinach underneath it
1: in the eye holes. Ew, I didn't even see that. Ugh. Yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one's kind of yeah, cool. weird. I found one that I don't hate. They served like... <laughs> All right. Some like pork rolls in an ashtray, <laughs> so they look like cigarettes, and they put the dipping sauce That's right in the hilarious. middle. That's Looks like ash.
0: That's smart. I don't hate that. That's a one. smart idea. All right,
1: they won me. I'm okay.
0: Yeah, I feel like a lot of restaurants probably had an like an abundance of ashtrays after you couldn't smoke there anymore. So I mean, it's smart to repurpose them.
1: It's so weird, right? Like I remember like talking to like. Older people, like not they. You do not even have to go that old. Like I've talked to my dad about it. It's no. Like, so when like they banned smoking in like basically all public places, did it? Yeah. Like what was that like? And it's like, well, we realized everything smelled like smoke. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Imagine like.
0: I remember going to restaurants and they would ask you like, "Do you want the smoking or non smoking section?" Yeah. Some like I remember because I
1: think bars you could still smoke and stuff for a long time so maybe that applied to like some restaurants or whatever
0: yeah i don't know man things are wild yeah all right let's hear another green text
1: okay uh i guess we'll keep with arts and cultures because we're very treat oh god ah do i want to do this one this one um actually you know what I have the perfect story. I love this green text. Oh, okay. This one I just called on is bad at cooking and that doesn't do it justice. Uh, there is a sub, <laughs> uh, it's not a subreddit, I guess, a 4chan board we basically never talk about when we do our green text. It's called CK. It is for cooking. Okay. Um, nice. Because every that board has fun. a term that they referred to each other as. Um, uh, yeah, they're the cucks. Uh, you might've guessed that one, oh. but, uh, yep. <laughs> uh, fuck you, CK, <laughs> fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You didn't tell me this would happen. I thought cooking was supposed to be fun. I'm never doing this bullshit again. <laughs> and our picture is Pepe looking out the window. It's in black and white. Uh, it's a very bleak fall day. It, it smells like depression. This photo. <laughs> Be a total numbskull in the world of cooking. That was live editing. You'd never guess. This one fine bitch I want (laughs) to slam says that she likes it when guys cook her. Decide, now is my time. I set up a time for her to come over to my place, and I'm going to cook her romantic dinner and shit. She seems excited. A bit before she comes over, I fly over to the CK board, and I learn what I can in 30 (laughs) minutes. 30 minutes about cooking. I decide I know enough. <laughs> and I want to boil some lobsters. Hell yeah. Oh no. Yeah, that's something you decide last minute. Yeah, you feel lobsters. Yeah, I don't know. Go over to the Merck and get four of their yeah, finest lobsters. I read somewhere online to bring a chill chest to keep the lobsters in. And I do just that. I walk around the store with my delicious <laughs> friends in their new chilly home. I don't know how dumb I look. <laughs> I bring them home. I have a bit of time before the girl comes over. I decide to make some biscuits as an appetizer. Red lobster style. (laughs) I read somewhere that as a fun game, you can put coins inside the biscuits and have people break them open. I think (laughs) I'm going to get lucky, so I put a condom in hers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm so suave. He spelled suave wrong. She arrives. Tell her I'm about to boil the lobsters. She's obviously unfamiliar with the hara... She's obviously unfamiliar with the high art of boiling. And I form, it must be done while they're still alive. And she is really upset. I assure her they feel no pain. And so I put two of them in a pot of water. Uh, You got to use real seawater, you coward. Uh, Want them to boil quickly, so I put the flame up high. I leave the kitchen so we can shut it up on the couch. A few minutes pass, and I present her with the biscuits. And I tell her to... Break hers open for surprise. Wink, wink. And she does. There's nothing in hers. And then I take a big chomp of mine and the most disgusting taste of rubber and plastic (laughs) fills my mouth. Jesus Christ, it baked right into the biscuit. What was I thinking? High-pitched screaming begins to come from the kitchen and she freaks the fuck out. Asks if the lobsters are screaming. I said, wouldn't you be if you were boiled alive? Why the fuck did I say that? Smoke starts coming from the kitchen. Oh, fuck. I remember I left the paper bag with the other two lobsters out near the burner. And I fly in there. Oh. The water is on a rapid fucking boil and sent hot-ass water everywhere. And the paper bag is on fire. Ah, oh, fuck. Only one, op- one lobster is in the ash. But there was two. Where, where the fuck? Oh, one no. of the lobsters is clear in the... one one of the lobsters is in the clear in the hall on the other side of the kitchen it's rolling and running around to avoid the flame and boiling water the girl starts screaming and I run up to the lobster and I stomp on it I'm wearing my cleats (laughs) I'm wearing my cleats lobster gets everywhere and the girl stops screaming and the room is covered in ash and lobster she just looks horrified. Look over to her and decide just to go for it. And I say, Bon appetit, wanna fuck? <laughs> 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 she slaps me and leaves. Tells all her friends to oh tell my all my God. friends. And now they're calling me Chef Boyard Dumb. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So somebody quotes him. Run up to the lobster stop on I'm wearing my cleats. Who the fuck wears cleats and slide? Uh, because they were black, and the closest thing I had to dress shoes.
0: Oh my god! Oh my god! What a wild, what a wild ride!
1: Yeah, that one's one of my favorites. I had forgotten all about it until I started my purge, (laughs) where I deleted about half of my green texts. Um, I've started with a few folders. Arts and and Culture was one of them. That's why there's a Joe Rogan folder all to itself now. Um, Oh, man. Yeah, this one made the cut.
0: That's so funny. Oh, my God. Can you imagine being on that date? I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall on that date.
1: I like Bon Appetit Wanna Fuck. Um,
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's probably the best pickup line I've ever heard.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Also, lobsters don't scream. They don't have lungs. It's their shell, like... The shell goes through, like, a change once it's exposed to a high enough temperature. Which is why it gets, like, that deep red color. And it's, like, gas or something coming out of their shell that sounds like screaming.
0: Interesting. Yeah, the more you did know. did not know that. The more you know. That's funny. Can you imagine running in and seeing the lobster trying to escape?
1: That's pretty now good. one's
0: burnt it's alive. pretty
1: good. <laughs> Escaped a burning bag. Again, I'll, I'll do a callback oh, to man. one of my favorite quotes that I mentioned before. You know, you might think you are in a truly helpless situation and there is no hope. But so did the lobsters that were on the Titanic.
0: <laughs> so true. Oh man. So good. That's so good. If
1: you were if you were a lobster writer, no one would ever oh come on, that's so unbelievable. <laughs> Frankly, oh, if lobsters man. could write, I would feel very bad about eating them
0: yeah they really if they could do a lot of things i would feel bad, pretty bad or not. no definitely not
1: they still don't have eyebrows so i can't empathize with them
0: that's fair call back to episode i don't know probably two yeah
1: i mean i remember no that, eyebrows that time i had to break up with Eat that them. one girl so i waxed her <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen the look I on her, have her lot face easier. it meant nothing
0: Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I'm shit. not proud of that one. Friggin' <laughs> lobsters. <laughs> ah. Oh, those poor lobsters. That poor girl. She's probably traumatized.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God.
0: She definitely wins for, like the worst date story though that's
1: pretty good yeah that's the thing you could write like a short story about get that picked up somewhere it's yeah. that's it, really good i just like the the cascade effects of all the bad decisions it's like any one of those would <laughs> have been fucking weird possibly excusable by itself yeah. all together right. this guy is an unhinged psychopath <laughs> I Okay, I see there's four big mistakes that I see. There's the condom biscuit. Not a great look. Oh, that was, that was a huge mistake. The lobster escaping. By itself. Funny story, if a bit horrific. The callous yeah. comment of... Maybe if he didn't step on yeah, it. <laughs> I, okay, so there's several steps. I've miscounted completely. Like wearing cleats. Excusable <laughs> if that was the only thing. Perhaps. Yeah but like all of it together it just screams unhinged get out of this man's house
0: <laughs> oh my god yeah it's like it's like one of those pictures where it's like find the difference and you got to find all the bad things in the story
1: yeah
0: all the things that led you to this moment
1: <sighs> bon appetite <wanna> one fuck <laughs>
0: Oh my god! Oh, that's such a good one.
1: I, you know, I'm glad we did this weird episode because I don't think I would have had a good opportunity to use this weird story otherwise. This is big. We want plates <laughs> energy.
0: That is big. We want plates energy. You're right. Turns out, maybe serve lobsters on a paper bag. You're maybe good.
1: Boil it in a condom. Yeah, <laughs> can't escape if you're stuck in a condom that is true Childproof? proof is it lobster proof
0: <laughs> oh my god oh you use a flavored it's one so mm, yeah funny. it
1: really imparts a little pineapple on that lobster donut
0: uh, yeah I've tried it with just the normal ones and it uh, it's just not the same no
1: <laughs> no it's it's uh you gotta pair it, right? You gotta get the right pairing.
0: Absolutely. Oh my god, so funny. That was a good green text. Thank you Saban for the use of your song You Don't. Great tune. You can find it on freemusicarchive.com uh, Follow us on Instagram at the Pod. Promise we'll start posting at some point. And email us at thearglebarglepod at gmail.com Thanks for dot in. Thanks for
1: in. by. no Um, so our picture we have a a a jack who is blushing deeply that face when I had to strip down in front of airport security because I had on a metal chastity cage (laughs) oh that's a that's a feeling huh (laughs) you're free to go
0: Oh no That's that's embarrassing for everyone involved. I think there's
1: a few airports where you don't even get to get on the plane, you go to jail. (laughs) Why is your cock in a tiny prison? Tell us foreigner.
0: Oh my god. What crime did it commit? (laughs) Can you imagine being that PSA agent having to deal with that what would you say
1: <laughs> there's gotta be a good pun in here somewhere what's the Venn diagram of airport security Cassidy James <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I ought to spank you for that one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's a lot of sentences that we say on this podcast that I never thought I'd hear well, in real life And what you just said was one of them <laughs>
1: Oh, shit. oh, you're going to have to dump your fluids over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But looks like you might have already taken care of that. Maybe not, <laughs> hence the cage. <catch. laughs>
0: oh, shit. That was good. That was a good one to end.
1: All right. Bye-bye.
0: <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I'm stopping.